Welcome to the ChatGPT Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. We just launched our AI Creators Discord community. If you're looking for a really kind of hands-on and innovative place to talk to other people making amazing things in AI, you need to join this community. Obviously, it's a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share prompts and software and tools that we're using to create really interesting use cases. We'd love to have you join and become part of the community. If you don't use Discord, there's also always the Facebook group. I'll link both of those down in the description. Recently, I was on a podcast and a really interesting concept was brought up, and that was using AI to speak to or understand animals. And that was something I'd actually never thought of before. Um, But there's a number of companies right now developing AI technology to help us understand what animals are saying. This is a fascinating concept. So today on the podcast, we're going to dive into uh, what this means and why this might be important for us to do in the future. So as a little background on this whole, I guess, space, I think there's a little bit of really interesting um, history. So back in 1963, a researcher named Margaret Howe Lovett entered a NASA-funded program And essentially, her goal was to try and speak with dolphins. So over the course of three months, she spent every hour, 24 hours a day, in an isolation tank with one dolphin in particular. And uh, she had, you know, the instructions of a neuroscientist, John Lilly. um, And her goal was to help, or she was attempting to try to get the dolphin to make human-like sounds through its blowhole. So... Um, I would say that Lily's methods grew really uh, controversial. Um, I think later on they were trying to give the dolphin LSD. Ultimately, this wasn't a successful project, um, and the funding for the experiment got shut down after, I believe, three years, which is still a decent amount of time. In any case, um, you know, some people complain that that particular, you know, experiment shut down the whole um, the whole kind of field for a couple decades. And I think what's really interesting is that we are bringing this back today. Um, there's a project called Project SETI. It's a nonprofit. Um, and they are using AI to try to understand the communication of sperm whales in particular. But there's a number of other ones that I think are quite interesting as well, looking at talking to different animals. Now, originally when I was kind of researching and looking into this, I saw I guess one of the main reasons that these, you know, researchers are saying it's important that we understand how to talk to animals beyond just the fact that, you know, that's an incredibly interesting concept is um, they, you know, they, they brought up the fact that it would help ships to know specifically with whales. They say it would help ships to know, you know, where whales are, what they're saying. Um, but specifically, if we can understand where they are, uh, then we'll be able to avoid hitting them. And at first I thought, okay, this is kind of a far-fetched reason. I mean, maybe they're just trying to have like some eco-friendly spin on this to make it seem like what they're doing is kind of important. I did a little bit of research and I did find that over 20,000 whales apparently are hit by ships every year and killed, um, which is a quite a, quite a significant amount. So I do think it's interesting. I've seen, you know, there's been some, some, you know, sad pictures of whales essentially on the front bows of these big, um, you know, these big container ships, I guess they get hit by those and that takes them out. And in any case, it is a sad, sad concept. But um, so I, I definitely think that there is a need or an issue there. But my one thought um, in relation to all of that is I'm not sure if understanding whales 
and what they're saying would actually help solve that problem to a great degree. I mean, essentially what you're thinking about doing is putting something in the water that is listening for sounds. You know, you hear the whale and uh, allegedly they're saying by understanding it talk, you could find out where it was and avoid it. I don't think that's realistic. I think realistically, if that was the problem you're trying to solve, you would just listen to the whale sounds and then try to deduct where they were, deduce where they were, or just have, you know, some sort of radar or sonar uh, scanning in front of you. So I'm not sure if this uh, specific use case actually solves that problem that I think most uh, most of these articles and studies are alleging to try to solve. But in any case, I think this is a really fascinating concept. Um, and I think this is a really interesting space. So I'm not, you know, discounting the the relevancy of this line of work. I'm just not 100% sure it's going to solve the problems people say it's going to solve. But that aside, let's dive into it. So um, I think a lot of the past research into kind of this animal communication was focused on trying to get animals to talk like humans, um, which obviously has not been successful to this point. Um, and so kind of this new wave that we're starting to see now um, takes more of a what, it, what they're calling a biocentric approach. So essentially they're using AI to understand non-human communication, um, how animals naturally speak. And so I think this is actually fairly feasible. We've recently actually created AIs that have um, been able to help us understand ancient languages, which I think is really interesting, including a number of different Babylonian texts. Um, so we actually use AI to decipher these you know, ancient languages. So I think the idea that, you know, we could create this kind of, you know, Google Translate like program to essentially um, decode animals in and then kind of convert that into what they might be saying based off of our language. I don't think it's very far off and I think it's definitely possible. Um, so a researcher uh, named by the name of Gruber, he works for Project SETI, who's kind of in this space. He said, it looks like the information that can be carried in sperm whale clicks is a lot greater than we thought. We're onto something very promising. And so apparently one of their projects that they're working on is to decode the language of sperm whales. Um, and sperm whales are considered a federally endangered species in the U.S. Um, and I think another project called Earth Species Project, they're currently cataloging the calls of Hawaiian crows. I know, kind of a random animal. Um, but they're attempting to build new technology that can help humans talk to animals, which is a very, very interesting project. Another project is called Deep Squeak. This is a software that uses um, deep learning algorithms to identify, process, and categorize essentially the ultrasonic squeaks of rodents. So, you know, in case you ever wanted to uh, talk to that rat that lives in your house or maybe find out where the rat is so that you can go and exterminate it. Um, I'm sure people, some people won't like that. I know some people have rats for pets, so I guess if that's your if that's your thing. There's also an open source project that I thought was kind of interesting, and essentially what they're doing is they have a program to visualize thousands of bird sounds using machine learning. So that's kind of interesting. So among kind of all of these different advancements we're, we're looking at, um, this kind of emerging field of what they're calling digital bioacoustics, which essentially combi combines computer vision with uh, natural language processing and the idea is to go and kind of pick up these animal patterns um, out in nature so the technology essentially how they're currently doing this right and also when we're talking about like this program with the whales and how they're trying to you know decode what whales are saying with AI essentially they have a lightweight digital recorder which they are attaching to the backs of whales and turtles um, those are the primary ones that they're doing this with right now 
And um, the idea being that they can actually detect sounds beyond hearing um, or like humans hearing range. So according to Karen Baker, so she's the author of a book called The Sound of Life. Um, she says that bioacoustics have already helped us to understand bat vocalization. Um, and so, for example, she said that bats can actually remember favors and they can harbor grudges, apparently. And they also have specific calls that kind of function as names. And all of this we've discovered because of bioacoustics, which ties in machine learning um, and animal sounds. So while I do think this is a fascinating field of research right now, I will say that Gruber, who is kind of the lead scientist um, on one of these projects, he said that we are still a long ways off before we can actually understand these kind of nonverbal animal communications. Um, he said all these large language models that we're hearing so much about in recent months are all based on human language. And now um, it's even interesting to be like, well, how much of this technology is even applicable to, for understanding animals and whales? And that's something that's still a question mark because we don't have any other database of as extensive as we have our own language, he says. So I think this is really interesting. Um, obviously, ChatGPT was, you know, trained on this massive corpus of the Internet, all human dialogue. But imagine if we had that much data on, for example, sperm whale conversations. Obviously, that would be absolutely insane to collect that much data um, from these whales who are not consenting to us, you know, strapping stuff to their back and like listening to them, whereas humans just kind of give away all of our data and talk online for, you know, for fun. But uh, imagine if we had that massive database and were able to, you know, train AI models to understand what they're saying, detect patterns. Um, I think it'd be really, really incredible you know, in a lot of different ways. Now, one thing that uh, they did mention as part of kind of what they're looking at, which I personally think is a little bit funny, but, uh, you know, everyone I'm sure will have their own opinions on this. He said um, there are some ethical questions to consider. This is not a concept I ever thought about when I thought about, you know, understanding uh, uh, animals with AI. To me, it just sounds like, well, that'd be super cool. I can imagine a lot of people would absolutely love this to be able to understand what their dog might be saying or thinking. I mean, you know, dogs mostly are just barking at the mailman, but uh, I think it'd be kind of cool, you know, if you could. Uh, you... I feel like I've seen like a lot of cartoons where the, the dog's barking at like the mailman, but then it goes into the dog's head and what it's like actually saying, it's kind of funny. Um, so, I mean, this would be really cool. I think people pay a lot of money, whether it's the dog, their cat, their hamster whatever their animal is, I think people would pay a lot of money to uh, try to understand or communicate or talk with their pets. So I think that's like one big area that right off the bat I automatically go to and think. Um, but that being said, apparently there are some ethical questions to consider. For example, he says, um, do we have the right to eavesdrop on animals without their consent? Or even worse, what if they're complaining about us or plotting a revolution? Do we even want to know? Uh, he specifically said, like, what is UX for whales and what is the purpose of it? That's uh, McDowell that said that as another researcher. And he also said, um, these are really huge questions that aren't answered because we've been so enthralled with the idea that we can actually do this. I think it's beautiful. It comes from a good place that people want to make contact in that way. But we need to decide why we're doing it. OK, well, first off, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'm not really concerned about if whales care that we're listening to them or not. I'm not really worried about the ethical implications of uh, understanding animals. That's my personal opinion. 
Um, but it is really interesting, and we'll see how this goes. We'll see if, you know, some people do have some sort of pushback in this space. All in all, I think this is going to be really incredible technology, going to make some really amazing breakthroughs. And I see the biggest use case that could actually generate revenue uh, probably being, uh, from a consumer perspective, uh, using this to actually understand their pets, talk to their pets, communicate. I think that'd be really fun, really cool, and an amazing use case. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes in the future and how we are able to continue to understand, listen to, and eventually communicate with animals. Today's episode is brought to you by Self Pause, which is an AI life coach that I absolutely love. Self Pause allows you to go and have a conversation around anything that you're trying to achieve. It helps you set goals, it helps you build positive habits, eliminate limiting beliefs. It's essentially just your personal coach for anything that you're trying to focus on in life. The best AI life coach, you need to check them out Go download the app. This is something that seriously can change your mindset. And I am a massive believer in mindset. I know that if you change your mindset, you can accomplish anything you want to. So go download the Self Pause app today, iOS and Android. This is something you absolutely need to get. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.